Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well, and um, I'm even weller <laughs> because I booked my ticket for the conference next week. Oh, that will increase your wellness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It I'm, looks so I mean, good. I, it does, and I can say that without being egotistical because I had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Brilliant Leah, my former MA, now PhD student and assistant, she thought the whole thing up, has done the whole thing, and she's amazing, and it looks amazing. Yeah, it really does. I think she's so clever. It's such a clever theme to look at, like, questions of inspiration and, like, when things are referencing, when things are inspiring, when things are appropriation. It's, like, such a current issue, but it's also an issue that, has always been there in fashion so I think it's such a good subject yeah and it's also I, I always like the conferences where you get different you know where, where you get people from different um fields I, yes. I, I really I really like that I think that I do mm. I do I think that's something we've been evolving kind of each year and also trying to not just have one academic paper after another which you know no disrespect no. to that because sometimes that's what you need and it's very good but we've been trying to have like panels and different kinds of things but she's got together such a brilliant mm. roster of people like judith judith clark's giving the keynote which i think will be amazing because mm. i know she's going to talk about um the work she did at balenciaga at the museum in spain mm -hmm. is one of the things she's going to talk about which will be fantastic and i think it'll be really really interesting um, Sarah Moa, who I think is just yeah. the best mm. journalist. I love her. Um, she she was brilliant. Like we contacted her, said, you know, we'd love you to do this. Here's some people we thought of, and she was just like, can I have three instead of just one <laughs> designers? And we were like, well, if you can get them, then yeah. yeah. So so she's got um, Supriya Lili, Priya Aluwalia, and Bianca Saunders. So I mean, amazing. Mm. And then it's like there's archivists, um, more designers, curators, journalists, academics. It's such a mix. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've ever had such a mix. It's great. Yeah, it looks really good. I really look forward to it. Yeah, I think it would be super lively and interesting and engaging. And I really hope we get... I know we've sold loads of tickets already, so that's great. There are still some, but... Mm. Um, I think it will be good to get a really mixed audience of people of different generations and diverse people of all kinds of jobs and everything. Yeah. No, I've heard quite really a few great. different people mentioning it, so I definitely oh, has got round. Yeah. That's really, really good. No, it'd be great. I've just today I've been posting about our events this term on Instagram. Oh. I don't know if you saw. I no. did. I did one this morning for the conference, and then I did one at lunchtime for. Um, you know, we do this addressing images yes. where we put. Mm. Yeah. Well, my other PhD student Nadia Wang is leading this one. She's fabulous. She teaches at um, La Salle in Singapore. She did my MA, and she's now doing PhD, and she's working on this Singaporean magazine, Her World, to look at how kind of changes in sort of ideas of identity and national identity and kind of politics in the 70s and 80s in Singapore, um, how this magazine kind of resonated with 
these ideas. So, so her PhD work is really interesting. But then she's she's chosen such a good film. I've never heard of it. It's called They Call Her Cleopatra Wong. That sounds and amazing. I know, I know. Isn't that good? But she, um, she, yeah, it's really, really fun, and it's really going to be such an interesting thing to look at because it's a Philippine Singaporean film, mm-hmm. and then I think it's been dubbed, so it's quite. Yeah, it's got an English, um, what, not soundtrack, what do you call it? I anyway, think dubbed English. is the right word. Yeah. Right, dubbed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the mid-70s and it's like, I think she's a CIA person or a detective or something. And it's very action-packed with lots of fight scenes. So it would be really interesting which things Nadia chooses to focus yeah. on and, mm. which, and what, what kind of discussion we have. It would be really fascinating. And then tonight I'll post about our fashion illustration masterclass, which is going to be Martin Welsh, who I love. Mm. And he is so lovely and so generous. And his work is so beautiful. So I think that will be lovely as well. Yeah, sounds amazing. So it's nice. Sorry, I'm talking to you, but I'm also having to play with Coda. That's okay. That's okay. If it was anyone else, I'd be annoyed, (laughs) but it's okay. All those snuffles are him, not me. Okay. I want that to be clear. What else have you and Coda been doing? Well, it was his birthday this week, so there's been great celebrations Mm. and drinking of coconut water and eating of coconut flakes. Wow. His favourite things. Mm. So he's he's quite tired. Um, But we also have the two of us been looking at the cruise wear collections. Ah, yeah, I've been doing that. Because obviously he loves a bit of resort wear. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, I I kind of like I always really like the clothes in cruiseway, but then you're supposed to, aren't you? Because I think those are the clothes that stay in the shops longest, actually, and which are kind of have the wardrobe, the basis of your wardrobe almost. Which I find quite funny because you feel like cruiseway would be the fripperies. I know. I I think so you explained weird. this to me before how this works, and I I'm still haven't quite. Because I yesterday I thought, oh, when this when did this resort thing start? And I did a very somewhat unscientific thing. I just looked on Vogue Runway, and the first one they have, I think, is in two thousand and six, and they don't have any before then. So that might just mean they don't didn't photograph them or something. But I read then I read somewhere Yves Saint Laurent did the first one. I mean, there must obviously there were really early ones, but they, he did the first one in two thousand six too or something. So it seems ah. to have, seems to have started then, and I I just find that really bizarre. I don't quite, or maybe it didn't, and I I I. I got... Well, no, I think I think they've been, if not revived, then rebranded mm. more recently. Because certainly, you know, like thirties, forties, yeah, the Americans and Paris actually are doing resort collections yeah but i don't know how whether it was like every year or or quite how it ran mm. and i find i mean i find the whole thing kind of it sometimes i just find it all silly and sometimes i find it charming depending on the day really <laughs> because like i love a kind of 20s 30s cruise where you know yeah. when they started designing these big ships that were more like hotels so mm-hmm. Like, you needed clothes for that as well as your actual destination holiday. Mm. So I think that's really fascinating, the way ship design and the concept of travel changes, that the travel part itself is an event. And 
and it's hard to think now of when that would be true because usually you're just trying to get through the travel to get to the place. Yeah, I remember so when I, when I first flew, it was still the case, and there were photos taken when oh, we came. Really? Oh, I have some photos of of us coming off the plane. My mother put on her Pucci-esque dress. Oh. It wasn't Pucci, but it was like. It was and, esque. Yeah, it was esque, and and I it it became a very important photo because I'm holding a stuffed toy that then was, and you know it was in the glamorous resort of Torremolinos, and um, I'm holding a, <laughs> and I hold a stuffed toy that then on the bus to the probably not very nice hotel. I lost, so this was used oh, as evidence. No. This photo that was taken that and became, existed. yeah, that the toy existed. But anyway, at so that, that point, I'm wow, sure my that, mother. I'm sure my. I'll send you the photo. I'm sure my Please. mother dressed up for for that particular occasion. And you were photographed coming off. Yes. So, we are, so it was like the tourists arriving would buy photographs of themselves getting off the plane because that was a cool swanky thing. Yeah, and how the photographs. How that worked, I'm not sure. I suspect they went to the hotels because, oh, you yes, know, it's, it's, it's a black and white print, so you wouldn't have been able to get it straight away. So when would that be? So that was, um, I think it was preschool, so late 60s maybe. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. That reminds me, my dad was telling me the other day, and my mum used to tell me about this as well, that apparently, like Leon C, where I'm from, there used to be photographers waiting at kind of key points there to take your photograph because it was some, you know, because it's by the seaside. So people go there for visits and holidays. Mm. So there's like, there's like a picture of my grandpa in the early thirties on the Broadway that was taken one of by one of these photographers. It's interesting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And I, 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 for a while I, I bought quite a bit of photo photographs on eBay and I bought some skating ones and and that must you know when you were took an ice skating they were they look sort of early they look 40s which is odd because the skating is closed during the war but so maybe it's just before or so yes and and that must have been the same thing sort of people being photographed yeah. and then you could buy a print it's funny and obviously you know some people who just lived there because my granddad just lived there. yeah that's true holiday. Mm. but but it's interesting isn't it that again it's the idea of when something is an event that you you need a memory of yes. it, you need a photograph and you tend to think of that as like people are so mocking sometimes of people taking selfies of themselves everywhere as though this is a, like obviously it's new that you can literally do it everywhere but the impulse to have that image is really much older yeah and i think there are periods like the 30s 40s when people take a lot of photos i think yes i have a feeling at some point it went away again maybe film got too expensive or, or I, I don't know something seems to have happened or maybe it was just you know I, do, I don't have many photos from the 80s and 90s but maybe that's something else i don't know maybe that's just me but i have a feeling that you know there are periods when people have just albums full of them at the seaside yes, and doing all true. sorts of things and then then somehow I have a feeling it it wanes, but but maybe not. Maybe it's something to do with the age you're at, or, or yeah. I, don't know. I mean, certainly, yeah. I but it, but also just this thing of travel being an occasion. I like. Mm. No, I love and that. that. You, I love that, and and I think like some like 
really full-on resort wear I just think is gorgeous yeah because I suppose it's often nautical so I love that but also that it's kind of practical but super chic in a 30s way that I really like yeah but but I do I do find it a bit taxing I mean I don't even ever go to these shows obviously (laughs) but I like at first I thought ooh, all these destination shows and then I just thought these are just junkets and they're annoying I find, I have a feeling, again, it's not for me to say, obviously, but I, I think it's gone too far, almost. almost. <laughs> Let's just draw a line. Yeah, everyone. yeah. Let's just stop being silly Yeah. And calm down. Yeah. It's like, yes, it's like the end of a party where everyone needs to calm down. But I think it it, it has sort of, it, it's happening because, I don't know, is, is Prada having it in New York? It was in New York, wasn't it? Isn't that sort I'm of... I'm not sure. I think but it was. I think it wasn't yeah, at a sort of... Right. Far, um, at far a, flung yeah, place. although obviously New York is far flung depending on where you are. So Where you start. Yeah, from. yeah. So. Well, yeah, but it's just, I don't know, there was something just, even when they went, they go to really beautiful places or really beautiful architecture or something, I don't know, it just seems like far too blatant what you're up to. Do you know what I mean? It mm. just seems too kind of, yeah, so you need the shop with that house, you need the Instagram moment with that model in front of that scene at that point. And I just, I don't know. And it's kind of, I suppose it's in part, it's like, it reminds me of there's this quote that I really love where it's it's like Louise Dolwolf, the photographer, talks mm-hmm. about how how brilliant Diana Vreeland was at styling when she used to work with her. And that Carmel Snow used to say about these clothes that they called the pearls of little price so like the cheap clothes just kind of show as little as you can and do what you know do what you can with it and so it was all about kind of really good styling really enhancing the color having a great location and sometimes I think you're doing a pearl of little price moment yeah which I know is rather cynical Mm. but it but it's like it's not that necessarily the clothes are cheap they clearly are the opposite of that and it's not necessarily they're not even nice clothes because they often are really nice and really super wearable and the most wearable of all the ones of the year but at the same time there's something a little bit yeah I guess on the one hand it is maybe it is a sort of practical thing isn't it because it's not warm everywhere at this point and it yeah and also they they go into the shops in winter yeah but they do like because it's resort, I think most of them have some, like the Chanel had some things that were for colder resorts yes. and some for mm. warmer. So they do sort of go across Oh, it's confusing. Climates. But that's the thing that I kind of think, oh, I don't know. I don't know why it annoys me because I actually like resort wear. Maybe I'm just being grumpy today. <laughs> but it, there's just something where I just sort of think, oh, I don't know. It's a there's just something like I feel like your petticoat showing. I can I can see the machinations yeah. in your PR brain mm. too clearly. Even when I love the collections, I kind of think, really, how much money, how many air miles, how much climate destruction mm. went on to get everybody there for 15 minutes? Yeah. Which, given that Diana Ross sang in Marrakesh for Dior, I mean, I shouldn't be so grumpy about it. Yeah. Because Diana. But... At the same time, it's so extravagant on so many levels to show ultimately great but wearable clothes. Yeah. And I don't know. 
I, I don't know, Beatrice. I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how it transitioned to this. I guess resort must well, have gone away once the once the sh- ships or the cruise rather re- cruise rather than resort maybe went away a bit once the ships weren't used so much anymore. Well, I and... guess that there, there, there's flight then because there's like the jets. Yes, stuff, there is that. There? Yeah, sixties, which clearly you were at the forefront. Yeah, <laughs> um, clearly. But once you lost your toy, yeah. it just all crumbled, mm. and people were too sad yeah. to carry on. But I think it is like obviously it's a marketing thing and it's not a new thing to say that and an Instagram and raising the profile of a thing that isn't necessarily so spectacular in itself in the traditional sense of couture but is the stuff that will actually sell. Mm. I mean it was very very interesting I think that Maria Grazia Curiate Dior that there were so many collaborations I think yes. it's interesting the way that's I mean because obviously all fashion is collaboration but we worship the auteur mm. but then it's really interesting how I mean it's really great I mean I love Michelaine Thomas's work so you know collaborate away she's great and I love Grace Wells Bonner so yes. the same mm. and it was in, but it's interesting like that they were both I mean, because Michelin Thomas has has done the Lady Dior bag, hasn't she? I, I um, don't before. know. Mm. Yeah, and then, then she and Grace Wells Bonner this time reinterpreted the bar suit, which I thought was very lovely, and I thought they both did really beautiful reinterpretations. But at the same time, I kind of think I'm a bit bored with the bar suit. Mm. But I think I'm just grumpy, aren't I, today? I'm just a bit bored with everything. Yeah. I'm jaded. Uh, yeah. Because Gracewell's Bonners was lovely, and I loved the way it was like 1950s raffia, touristy, lovely bags made into a skirt and cuffs. Mm. Yeah, that's that, interesting. That's this sort lovely. of these sort of, in some ways, traditional elements that say holiday. Yes. How they survive. That's fun. Yeah. And then it's fun having the sort of impressionist references beaded on the back of, of the Thomas one. So I like those. I'll stop being grumpy for four seconds. Okay. <laughs> but then I'm going straight back to grumpy. Uh, maybe maybe we should talk more about the 1930s. Yes, then I'll cheer up. Yeah. So tell um, me again what it is you like about them. You said it was because they're practical. <laughs> I'm trying to cheer you up. Um, I know. I, I think know. what I like... I appreciate I, it. Tell me what you like. I, I think... I've got these fashion drawings in my head and they're probably, maybe it's one particular one, but there are probably quite a few like that. And what I like is partly how it's, uh, how often the clothes are represented and it's often women looking into the distance. Oh, that is so true. And I, I love that. It's you. I love that. They might be static and they might be standing quite firmly in the ground, but you know they're moving, they're moving towards something so that's one thing I really like and then I again maybe it's just from this one illustration I I have in my head but I think little scarves are a thing oh god they're amazing neck scarves so I do like that's another thing I do really like so these are my things I I think those are two marvelous things I do like a good sandal I do really enjoy wearing sandals, looking at sandals, thinking about sandals. Yeah, I, I'm a bit 
less in that camp, but I I have empathy. Good. Empathy is good, and I appreciate your empathy for Mm. me with that. I definitely think I am just completely in love with 30s and 40s photographs of resort wear. Yeah. And those like Kodachrome ones where the colors are so lush and rich and you feel like you can feel the sun on your skin. Mm. And again, empathy is a good word because I think they're very emotionally resonant. I think you look at them and you feel them. Yes, that's true. Them, right? You They give you a sensory experience. You sort of smell. They really do. You smell do. the heat in yeah, a way. exactly. And mm. even like the black and white ones, there's just something like you can feel the air on your skin just... I really love the way they transport you in a way that, like, I love studio ones, but they really transport me. And, and well, maybe I'm, you know, relieving my own grumpiness because maybe that's the thing of when the journalists are taken to these gorgeous places, they all literally feel the air on their face yeah. and the sun on their face and they appreciate the clothes more. Yeah, I don't know. that's a good point, actually. Maybe. Maybe. But that said... On a, on a happier note, I did like Prada. I mean, it wasn't like earth shattering, but I would wear virtually all of it. The which same. I'm sure Machias, that was Machia's A the to s- get me to wear all of it. The same here. I loved the blouses. I thought they. Yes, weren't they? I sent them to Alison because they were so smoking. Exactly. Yes. I think Alison is taking over the world just in a stealth way with her smock frock work. Yeah, no, smocks. And. You know, if anyone has to take over the world, it should be her. Okay, we can all get on board then. I think we should. I think we should. A bit of smocking goes a long way. Yeah. So I think what I take away from all this is next time we travel together... Definitely. We need to wear something-esque. Something-esque. We need to keep firm hold of any stuffed toys. Yes, that's true. Yes, and And we need to take good pictures of each other. That's true. Looking into the distance, at least Looking one of them. The yeah. Yes. Yeah, we really need to do that. Okay, I think we should just plan a trip now. Okay. And sandals for me and yeah. a little scarf for you. Okay. Sorted. Oh my God, perfect. Perfect. Well, you've cheered me up enormously. Good. I'm very pleased. <laughs> All right, I'll speak to you soon then. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.